0: This is the Kingdom of Pod. Jeff Caves here in Flower Mound, Texas, brought to you by Bet Online. Coming up, the Revenge of the Dog in Fresno, breakdown of the game, and Darren goes back to college. Thanks for joining me. A quick edition of the Kingdom of Pod, a weekly look at Boise State football. I like to zero in on the game and get as close to it as possible, that all the news develop. And I'll get to some of the bigger news, but just a reminder you can get on over to the updated desktop or mobile website of Bet Online. You can sign up right now and you'll get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use the promo code Believe50 to receive your bonus football, basketball, NHL, boxing, UFC, uh, uh, Vegas casino games. You can bet on the Boise State game, any game you want to right now. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Well, the Boise State Fresno State game first and foremost is an interesting matchup for some of us who've been around a while because it brings together some former Boise State uh, players and coaches who are no longer at the Boise State program. Uh, When you Look at the players first, and you see Tyson Maeva, You can't believe that the linebacker is still playing college football, but he is. He originally took off to a, a one of the Floridas, is International or Atlantic, and you know I, I think that it was pretty obvious he had a minor issue at Boise State, or two, or three, or four, uh, but I don't think it was anything groundbreaking. Um, I remember his his uh, a statement when he left, and it, it really wasn't. You know, he knew that he had done something wrong. It sounded like maybe he had tested positive for something. And I think everybody at the time was like, that's too bad. We really need this kid. He is a great football player. I don't know what he was like personally. I do know now he's a captain at Fresno State. And I think he knew that he had just, you know, failed one too many tests and they did everything they could. And look, we just can't have this anymore. And uh, his career is continuing. So I don't know whether he has a grudge against Boise State or not. Um... Same with Kirby Moore. You know, you could say that the brother of Kellen uh, would have wanted to perhaps come to Boise State to be a coach where he played football, but we don't know that a hundred percent because he has succeeded. A few coaches there at Fresno has sort of carved out a nice niche for himself, but he's a Bronco. He's not on the staff here and there's been plenty of opportunities to hire people at Boise State. Julius Brown was basically let go from Boise State and uh, had some nice rides to Utah State and Texas Tech, and now he is at Fresno. And uh, Julius was a football player at, at Boise State, and somebody I knew uh, thought a lot of Julius, uh, but he could have an axe to grind. And uh, then there's Lee Marks, who we know probably has an axe to grind because you know Lee wanted more responsibility with the Boise State offense and felt he didn't get that opportunity with Harson, and so uh, he took off. And, you know, I don't know that any of them have maliciousness in their hearts and all that. You know, they played at Boise State uh, with the exception of, you know, and Tyson did, too. You know, He played at Boise State for a while. But, you know, Lee and Kirby and and Julius, they played here. Uh, They have their own experiences of when they were here. But then they're professionals, these guys. And they have their own thoughts and feelings. And it would mean a lot to them uh, to use um, whatever they can against Boise State. Yeah. you know, it's no coincidence that those three guys are on the staff. It's a significant deal. And as much as Boise State is struggling here or there this season, um, you know, it's a sold out atmosphere. And these guys want to show their players and their coaches and administrators that. Yeah, that's why you hired me here, because I know how to beat Boise State. I know what they're all about. I know how they tick. I know what we can do. And, you know, are they playing the ghost of Boise State? I think so. Is that sellout crowd there to uh, enjoy themselves in a win over Boise State for the, the sins and ghosts of the past? Yeah, that, that's that's still really what it's all about. Because if you took an average 4-4 and team that wasn't – Uh, Blue and orange and wasn't Boise State and threw them right now uh, down there to Bulldog Stadium. Not going to sell that place out. So there's still a lot of trading on the past and there's a lot of equity built up. And that's something I think that Bronco fans should take a lot of pride in, that it still means a lot to beat Boise State. You don't sell out a game uh, there in Fresno if you've got a 4-4 and uh, Utah State in there. You know, that's not going to have the same cachet. So what's been built here, what Lee Marks helped build and Kirby Moore helped build and Julius Brown, and yes, Tyson Maeva uh, is still paying off. And we'll we'll break this game down, get a little bit further, but I do want to get in before we get into the offensive and defensive breakdowns that, you know, this game has implications beyond just revenge uh, for certain coaches. Uh, you've got Boise State, you know, in – a situation where they can still get into the mountain West championship game, but you know, they're going to need a little help. They've got Utah state at four and one Utah state's going to have to lose another game. Boise state can't afford to lose a game. doesn't look as likely, you know, for Utah state, they've got Wyoming and San Jose state, and New Mexico left. You would think they could take care of that, which is quite a, an accomplishment with a new coach in Anderson. That's a nice pop for them. If they were to, to be able to do this, uh, but Boise state beat Utah state. So they've got an advantage. If you can get to two losses, uh, Fresno, on the other hand, uh, they're in good shape. While they had that one loss to Hawaii, they've beaten San Diego State and Nevada, so uh, they can win out. Now, a second loss would hurt them. You know, it, it puts them in a bad spot with San Diego State and Nevada, who, if they don't lose, can win out. So they they need to to win this game to find themselves back into the Mountain West Championship. But, you know, if I'm a betting man, the motivation to, to beat the ghost of Boise State and to pound your chest uh, that you beat them is probably more important than than all that other stuff. Um and and that's that's uh, a credit to the the past football players and teams and programs at Boise State. Uh this year's group, uh they're 4 and 4. <laughs> you know, they shouldn't necessarily be feared like that. They haven't earned that. It's this group, this this year, this time right now, those 22 dudes that line up. And the rest of it it's all bullshit really, to tell you the truth in my opinion, but it gets played up for a lot of different reasons, and Boise State has earned this reputation. And guys will use whatever it takes to be motivated and to to show, you know, that they've done something uh, significant. Let's get into the breakdown of Boise State and Fresno State. And first, you know, we all know Fresno State's got a tremendous offense with Jay Kaner, the transfer who had, didn't have it work out for him necessarily at, at Washington. And what's great about Fresno State's offense now is. It's come around with the run game again. It's complementing uh, Hayner's passing. He doesn't have to carry this team. He doesn't have to throw it 50 times a game. Uh, opposing defenses can't just wind up and line up and blitz him to death. And uh, They've got some experience as well. Uh, they've got two fifth-year seniors as running backs, Ronnie Rivers and Jordan Mims. Mims probably gets more carries now. Uh, Rivers coming off an injury. We'll see what happens there. Uh, they've got six wide receivers that they can throw to, and one of them, Jalen Cropper is who you should be watching. Uh, he had an injury against San Diego State, but he's supposed to, supposed to be able to play, but he's got 10 touchdowns catching the football. So this is a huge target, a very important part of the Fresno State offense, and anytime you get a guy that can score that many touchdowns, uh, he is somebody that should see some double coverage, and if he's getting a lot of catches and and getting some touchdowns, and Boise State's going to be in trouble, because I would take him away and, and make some of these other guys uh, beat him, but you know, at the end of the day, I think there's enough balance in the Fresno State offense. And I think Hayner is, is really the biggest difference and difference maker uh, for Fresno. But can Boise State get turnovers? Now Hayner has had some issues, okay? Fresno's got three games where they've had three turnovers or more. And Boise State had some games like UTEP and Utah State where they got all kinds of turnovers. So can they put Utah excuse me, Fresno State in a position where Hayner starts pressing? Things don't go well early. The run game gets shut down, and then they heat up some pass rush, and he's trying to bring them down from a double-digit deficit, for example, with a sold-out crowd and pressure and the Mountain West Championship slipping away and all this stuff in front of his very eyes. Uh, Can that happen? Sure. Uh, Will it happen? Well, we'll find out. I'll give you my thoughts and a prediction uh, at the conclusion. But Boise State's defense has their hands full. I think if this is another Nevada-type game, I think you can get away from them too. Uh, Hayner is that good. He is a tremendous quarterback, and uh, they can have a long day if if they don't uh, handle the run game and get some imbalance in the Fresno um, uh, offense. Boise State's offense against Fresno's defense, look, Helani shouldn't have any pitch counts, as they like to say. He should be able to play as much. Stets proved that he can play center. You know, maybe this is the right time of year where this offensive line is starting to stabilize. And the key will be they can't just rely on throwing the football to beat Fresno. They certainly can't rely on just running the football. This balanced attack is really the key to beating them. And I think that that will be harder than not to accomplish. Um, their Boise State offensive line, while we thought it was getting better, and I think it is the right time to stabilize. I don't know who's going to show up and play on Saturday. I think we'll all uh, we'll all be finding out. Uh, will Boise State go with the bend not break philosophy and then hope that they can outscore um, somehow? Will, will they will they play defense? Um, will Fresno's defense play like that? Excuse me. Will they will they go bend not break and and, and hope that we get into a high scoring game? Or are they going to load up? stuff Boise State's run game, get them into obvious pass downs and and then start blitzing them. Well, you would think that's probably as likely as any. Uh, the run game hasn't been just automatic, but with Helani coming back, Hey, uh, that's probably something even they're uh, a little concerned about, but I, I would look for Fresno to focus on keeping the ground game from getting going so they can force Boise State into more obvious passing situations. And, You know, that's what they did against Nevada. They they bended. They didn't break, but they outscored uh, Nevada. But Can Boise State's offense score like that in this game? Um, What about Boise State's offense? What about Hank? Are they not going to turn over the ball? If you look at their losses, you know, two to three uh, turnovers a game and those losses against Air Force Nevada and Oklahoma State, and and that was the killer. So will Hank start pressing? Uh, Will he start trying to do too much? What about George Solani? What kind of um, ball security is he going to have without a lot of reps, not getting hit a lot, trying to do too much? Will Shaq try to do too much? These are the concerns that I would have in this football game. You know, Fresno's favored by five for a reason. I think Fresno State is more than likely um, to win win this game, but I just don't think it'll be by more than five. I think it would be less. So that's the direction I would go if I were going to be betting on this game. Uh, I would like those points in Boise State, and, I, and I'd like them to stand up because I, I don't know that Fresno and this group of guys have been in this position enough – where we can say oh they have no problem with the expectations sold out crowd boise state all the you know, mountain west expectations on them the ghost of boise state passed ah they'll be fine we don't know that this is a new coach a lot of new players transfer quarterback so you got to see them prove it in the moment and i could see a meltdown they've turned it over like i said three different times they turned it over three plus and and boise state wins those kinds of games as long as they don't match them for that so there's some hope here but At the end of the day, uh, I think it may just be a little much, and Hainer will be the big difference. Shout out and welcome to Darren College for coming back to Boise State, working with the Bronco Athletic Association and the Varsity B, sort of rallying a lot of the former athletes from all sports at, at Boise State to get back involved with the school as they push forward some new initiatives with Jeremiah Dickey. I think in talking to Darren, which I've done, I think that, you know, Andy Avalos had some influence here. Uh, Darren, I think has done so much uh, for Boise State on his own. He's given a lot of money, gave a lot of time. He's won a Super Bowl. He's went to the NFL. He's given to the government. Uh, he's worked in the guard. Uh, he's served in, in Afghanistan on his own and uh, he wants to give even more and give some back to Boise State. Very unique uh, opportunity for Boise State to have such a legendary uh, player, former player involved at the school. So it'll be hard for some guys to tell him no. Uh, I hope that he can get into some doors just because he understands where some of the former Boise State football players who are in the NFL or have been in the NFL are coming from, what they think and feel. I think that's critical to have somebody like Darren who can engage them and uh, get them involved in the school on however they want to do it. Uh, I think it's a great opportunity. I think it's a huge Uh, plus and a big win for the school to have somebody of his caliber that can uh, rally the troops. I know I'll be working with him. If you you listen to this podcast uh, regularly, I hope you take that opportunity to give him a shout out and let him know what you can do for the school. Uh, Let him know what you can do uh, for him. I've reached out to some guys and, and done the same. And if you're somebody who played at the university or graduated from the school, uh, It's time to step up, everybody in their own way. And collectively, I think it'll make a huge difference. Uh, That's what Darren College is trying to do, and I'm sure he's looking for other people who want to do the same. Rate it, review it, pass it along, subscribe to it. This is the Kingdom of Pod, a weekly look at Boise State football, brought to you by Ben Online, thanks to the people at the Believe uh, Podcast Network. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you next week.